0: It's like a experience I can't even compare. It's like the way the stars were because there's no light pollution. You're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And then just being there at sunrise by yourself, you're like in a world-famous sight by yourself. That's unheard of.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, And today, we're going to be traveling to a petrified waterfall in Mexico, Hervé el Agua, uh, not far from uh, Oaxaca. And here on the podcast, I interviewed Feli Day, and she has her own virtual assistant company, and um, she actually set out to travel and uh, COVID hit and she got stuck in Mexico and she's still in Mexico. And and I know for, for some US travelers that, that maybe Mexico's on the list for the future um, or, or other countries, wherever you may be coming from. I um, mean, I know it's a weird year with COVID-19 and I don't know if these waterfalls will be open by the time you're listening to this. Um, but but check it out, and Felly Day has a very cool hidden gem about these waterfalls. So stay tuned to really hear to hear about the secret. Hi, Felly. Thank you for for joining the the show.
0: Hi, Gail. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Now, where are you recording from?
0: I'm currently in Puerto Escondido in the south of Oaxaca in Mexico.
1: Wow. And what brought you to Mexico?
0: Well, (laughs) I was supposed to be traveling through Central America, but COVID happened and I was in Mexico at the time. So I stayed in Mexico.
1: Wow. You must have a a virtual kind of job to allow for this. I guess a lot of us are, are teleworking right now. Mm. Are you able to make that work in Mexico?
0: Yeah. So I am a virtual assistant and I've re- recently transitioned more into a virtual assistant agency. So I have a team behind me. And what that looks like for me is I'm more managing now than doing the actual tasks. So it really works for me because i don't have to like be online at certain times so much like i get to control my days 100 percent.
1: that's pretty sweet (laughs) you've you've got flexibility you're hanging out in mexico today we're talking about Hierve el agua which Mm -hmm. i hope i say that that's how i'm
0: also gonna say it so i hope it's correct
1: okay <laughs> and which is which is in mexico uh can you explain what yerbe el agua is for our listeners
0: hierbe el agua translates to boils the water but what it is is the second uh second largest petrified waterfall in the world and it's here in oaxaca
1: very cool i don't think i've ever even heard of a petrified waterfall before so the
0: biggest one is in Uh, the biggest one is in turkey i'm sure you've seen pictures of it it's like a white waterfall with pools it's beautiful (laughs) Ah,
1: got it no i'm there now i am there but today we're we're gonna be in mexico so so Mm -hmm. how did you discover this petrified waterfall and describe the experience let's Take me on a journey because I want to be in Mexico right now. Um,
0: Like many of our listeners, I am a full-time traveler and I have said for the last like five years, I would travel the world for waterfalls. Waterfalls are my favorite attraction to go see in other countries like when I was in Australia and Asia, getting to swim in waterfalls was so exciting because I'm from Canada and the waterfalls are ice cold. So <laughs> yeah. when I was coming to Mexico, I know we like imagine Mexico as beachy and you know hot and sunny, but it's a massive country that has a lot of diversity. So I looked for waterfalls, and being a petrified waterfall, it's like a super touristy. Touristic um, <laughs> location. <laughs> touristic location. Um, it's very touristic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things that if you're in Oaxaca City, like you're going to see it mentioned everywhere. And then I just so happened to meet some people that knew about the cabins that were there because you cannot find it listed online. Nobody, I found one article of a person who had stayed in the cabins and everything else is just about going to the waterfall so spent the night, got to watch sunrise by ourselves at this beautiful, like deserted waterfall in the mountains in Oaxaca.
1: What was the tourist situation like?
0: Um, if you take a tour, you know, you can take like the, the what are those called? Like the big buses. <laughs> yeah. If you take like the big buses, you know, you can go with everyone and they'll generally do well, I can't remember the name, but there's ruins outside of Oaxaca. And then they'll take you to like a Mezcaleria, which is where they make Mezcal because Oaxaca loves Mezcal. It's everywhere. And then mm-hmm. they'll take you to Irobe El Agua, and you can walk around. There's a little hike that you can go down below the waterfall. Um, that's like the general tour. But what I did was use the public transport and stay overnight in the cabin. So It was kind of a completely different experience than being on a bus with 20 people.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what was the cabin like? Basic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was just like a a stone cabin. There was six, I want to say. Like, they were buildings of two cabins. And you just walk in and there was a single bed and a double bed and then a bathroom and a table. And then you walked out the back and... Um, I sent you the pictures of the waterfall, so not where the waterfall is, but the same view of the mountains off of it. And there was like a little fire pit, but when we were there, it was super windy, so we couldn't have the fire outside. But it's
1: just a nice little basic cabin. Wow. And then do they pair you up with people? Are you sharing a cabin with anybody or this is your cabin? So the thing is
0: that because there's no advertisement for the cabins, they're always empty. Oh. So there was one other group of people in the cabin, like, the farthest away from us. So there was four empty cabins and then two cabins in use.
1: So there's no website to Mm -hmm. book these cabins? No. And there's no
0: way of knowing if they're available beforehand. You just have to show up and ask at the gate, like, can I stay in the cabins?
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean... is there's no like other secret code word, you know? <laughs> no. Like, you, you just you say I wanna stay in the cabin. Like okay. cabana
0: por favor?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, we say that again.
0: Cabana por favor? <laughs>
1: Cabaña, cabaña, por favor. Yeah, cabin. all right. <laughs>
0: that's the extent of my Spanish.
1: <laughs> okay, no, that's good. We need to know this. I mean, this is a hidden gem of the waterfall. Everybody's mm-hmm. taking the big bus tours, and you could just show up and ask for a cabin. Now, what if the cabins are full? Could you have brought like a tent and potentially just camped up there?
0: Honestly, no one's there at night. Like we walked around and we're by ourselves completely. So. I feel like you could camp, but it's also like a park and maybe right.
1: illegal. I don't okay. want to buy the right.
0: That. <laughs> okay, all right,
1: no problem, no problem. No, what do you eat up there?
0: Uh, we brought food. There's no because everything's closed. Um, when you get up there, like there are restaurants and stuff, but they close. I think they closed at like five or six. Okay. Uh, roughly when, like, the sun was setting, everything started to close and everyone left. So, we'd brought mm-hmm. our own food. We brought, like, tortillas and cheese and meat.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> homemade tortillas?
0: Uh, Just, I mean, like, the street home- homemade ones, you know? The, yeah. The yeah. corn ones, though.
1: Yeah. I just yeah. Uh, made homemade tortillas for the first time last Maybe? week. I- it's, it's been it's been a goal, you know, to I'm like, I, I'm i home all the time. I, <laughs> I buy a tortilla press and I, yeah, I made tortillas. They were delicious. And there you are in Mexico. I'm so jealous. It's my favorite food is Mexican. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. My gosh. Uh, so how how many nights did you stay? Just one. Just the one. Did you need to tell them how long you wanted to stay for? No, we just showed up and said like one night. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what a cool experience. What was what was the water like? What's the word I'm looking for?
0: So it's a mineral water, right? But yeah. it's not so much like the hot springs that smell like sulfur. It didn't smell uh-huh. like sulfur, but it smells like some kind of mineral I don't know the name of. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um it was a little chilly. I didn't actually swim because it was so windy. It was so cold when we were there. But it's not like it is it looks boiling. It comes out of the ground bubbling, but it's not hot.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So this needs to be a refreshing experience. Mm-hmm. So what time of year were you there when it was like super windy?
0: I was there mid February like this year. So it was like, it was hot in Oaxaca city during the day, but at night it gets cold and then the wind comes through. So it gets colder.
1: Okay. So when do you think would be the ideal time to go here?
0: Well, right now is rainy season. I don't know if you can hear the rain like pouring outside, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's raining a lot. So after the rainy season ends, which is like September, October, depending on the year, I think that would be the best time because when I was there like the pools weren't exactly full so Mm -hmm. after the rainy season comes through like everything should be full and like lush again and so maybe October November December and you'd still have like the warm weather and a full pool and then January February I'm sure the pools start to go down again with all the heat
1: got it got it All right, well, let's get into some logistics here because these are some beautiful petrified waterfalls. You've got the secret cabin so you can just <laughs> show up at. Um, okay, so exactly where is it and how do you get there? So the
0: waterfalls here are about 70 kilometers I don't know, Miles, I'm sorry, Um, outside of of Oaxaca City. So the way that I got there was you can take collectivos or cabs, collectivos are just shared cabs, um, and they'll have the word mitla printed or written on the front of the cabs. And so mitla is about an hour from Oaxaca City. And then once you're in mitla, you change to these... I can't remember what they called them, but it's like the transport truck. They're they're trucks where the back of them have like a bench and like an overhead, you know? Mm -hmm. So those trucks then drive you up this, like it's switch packs up a cliff. You go Hmm. up one side and then you go half down the other side and then you go through a town and you're there. And that's maybe like another 45 minutes. So if you were to drive yourself, it would be under two hours, but Honestly, like parts of that cliff were so steep. And when I was sitting in the back of it, it feels like you're about to fall off at certain points when they're turning the corner. So I don't know if I could drive it myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how much did that cost to get a ride there? I believe the first
0: cab from Oaxaca City to Mitla was 40 pesos. And then the, like, transport from Mitla to the uh, to the town was, again, like, another 40 or 50. The only thing is with the transport to the falls from Mitla, they like to wait until the transport is full. So if you get there too early, you can just end up sitting there waiting for other people to come trying to get up. Got it. Okay. Unless you want to pay them off.
1: <laughs> right. Now... What's the deal with the COVID restrictions in Oaxaca right now?
0: I think in Oaxaca City, it's way different than it is where I am in Puerto on the coast. I know that Oaxaca was hit harder than like we have been on the coast. Puerto Escondido kind of closed its roads when everything started picking up. So we had very few cases in the beginning. I know now it has picked up more, but. It's also yeah. like six months in now, <laughs> okay. but um,
1: yeah, we're recording this in late August. Yeah,
0: um. yeah. So i I know that someone went to Oaxaca City and Iereve El Agua. Iereve El Agua is currently closed, mm-hmm. um, but like where I am in Puerto, like the beaches are open. Like the places you'd go on day trips, like Mazunte and San Jose and Chacala, are open, and it's Like it is up to you to do social distancing, but a lot of the people are wearing masks and washing hands. All the restaurants have to have the stations and like the workers are really Mm -hmm. good at being um, safe, even if the guests aren't.
1: Right. So to find out if Yerve El Agua is open, what would be the best place to check for that?
0: I would check with the Oaxacan tourism board. If you were in Oaxaca, I'm sure you could ask like at any hotel front desk because it is one of their main, um, or one of their main attractions and it's where people are going every day. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of staying in one of the off the grid cabins. I mean, how cool it's. it's
0: Uh, it's like a experience I can't even compare it's like I don't know if you've ever heard of Fraser Island in Australia but the way the stars were because there's no light pollution you're kind of in the middle of nowhere and then just being there at sunrise by yourself you're like in a world famous site by yourself that's unheard of
1: Oh yeah, I mean that you just have to ask ask for a cabin at a world famous site that's not even advertised. Exactly. I I love it that that's how they do it, and now we're we're sharing the secrets <laughs> with with all of our with all of our listeners. Um, no, that's that's so cool. That is so cool. Um, so you stayed for a night, but do you recommend others staying longer?
0: I think if you brought a full like cooler of groceries and had um, maybe a car so you could leave the town during the day, you could definitely do more than one night. But at the same time, like you're there for the waterfall. And when you get up there, because you'll get up there before sunrise when the gates close. So we saw it Mm -hmm. twice, right? We saw it in the afternoon and then we saw Mm -hmm. it again in the morning. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I wouldn't say you need to stay longer, but you
1: could. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you're one of those people that needs to be like on your digital nomad? Mm-hmm. You know, you you're running your own agency. Um, how's the Wi-Fi situation?
0: There was no Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: We did not
0: have signal up
1: there. Okay, so people plan ahead. Uh-huh. No Wi-Fi, off the grid. And, and
0: not even no Wi-Fi, like no signal. Like if you had a SIM card, there was no data.
1: Okay, All right. <laughs>
0: Extra off grid.
1: Good to know. Now, uh, are people clothed up there? Is this a is this a nude experience? Uh. Is this a clothed experience? <laughs> clothed. <laughs> yeah you know i'm just wearing clothes. <laughs> okay i mean i live in oregon and there's plenty of like nude type things around oregon yeah it's a thing um uh, no. <laughs> fyi uh, i don't know like if there's just you know naked people in the waterfall but no okay they're clothed. now what about families kids did you yeah. see that up there
0: yeah there there's every type of tourist there you know like the the walkway down is a bit paved, but it is paved. Um, mm-hmm. So there was like older people, younger people, families, backpackers. Yeah.
1: And then what everyone. about, when did the tourists get there and when did they leave? When did you have it all to yourself?
0: As, as, as the sun was setting, it was definitely less people. But if you had your own car, then they kind of, like, stayed later. But then Mm -hmm. in the morning when we went there, there was only one other couple there. And, I mean, they just had, like, super nice cameras. So they were kind of wandering around taking really nice photos probably. Um, And the people who were in the other cabin, I didn't see them. So I think they literally came up and partied in their cabin. (laughs) But, yeah.
1: All right. Cool. Now, what if – What if someone has limited mobility? um, Do you think if if someone, like, took a bus up or maybe they had a wheelchair, if they would have been able to get around up there?
0: I think you would be able to get, like, to the start of the waterfall. But then actually, like, because you can walk all over the top of the waterfall. And that's, like, walking on the, like, raised edges between the pools. And it's very uneven. so. Uh I think you could only get to like the higher part of it, not down to the cliff edge.
1: Okay. All right. That's good to know. That's mm-hmm. really good to know. Um, wow. I mean, what, I mean, what an experience, of kind of going to this world site, getting to spend the night there. Um, I don't know. Did, did you go like night swimming at all?
0: No. We, like, talked about it, but it was so windy and so yeah. cold. Like, if it wasn't windy, I think it would have been a completely different experience. Because we also probably would have had a fire and, like, right. sat out under the stars.
1: Right. So I think you need a do-over. I think you need oh. to go back at a different time when it opens. I honestly do want
0: to, because I was originally thinking of going back up to Oaxaca before heading east. But then everything closed, so... <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, right. Well, well. Yeah. then you could get that delicious Oaxacan cheese.
0: Oh, queso.
1: It's my favorite. It's so good. It's so good. It's so cheap. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you buy it in balls and it's just put it on everything. Oh
1: my gosh. It's my favorite. It's absolutely, I mean, it melts so good too. It's mm-hmm. so good. Like, I love the tacos. They're just like—I'm yeah, not sure I mean, if this is authentic, but it's just like Oaxacan cheese and peppers.
0: Okay, I have. Do they do that yet. down there? I mean, it's, I'm vegetarian, and it's so hard to find vegetarian food sometimes. Like some places are yeah. just like all meat, but usually, it's, right? If you say peppers, do you mean like the rajas?
1: Um, I—I I, I guess um. Up here in Oregon, <laughs> you know, authentic Mexican food here. Yeah. No, um, they just will have like some spicy peppers that they'll that they'll roast and then um, and then chop up and, and maybe mix with some onions, melted mm-hmm. cheese, and pin the tortilla.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is exactly. So yeah, it'll be like a rajas tacos. Um, yeah, and then you have the nopales, which is the cactus.
1: Yeah. Just yes.
0: And cheese on top.
1: A little bit oh, I'm up. in <laughs> oh, I'm so in Have you gone to like take any like, Cooking classes or anything down there Or learn their way
0: I haven't taken cooking classes But I have like Like I have a Mexican friend But she's from the north so different again But she made um, tacos dorada Which is also ta- taquitos Ooh. And it was just like Wow this is the easiest thing ever You put You put some like filling in You roll it and you fry it yeah like, why have I only ever bought them like store-bought you know
1: uh-huh uh-huh I've been binging on Mexican cookbooks lately and I'm like trying to do everything legit and then I'm like how how do people do this you know what I mean like the the beans and then I made the rice I made the tortillas the guac all the fresh salsa and I'm like this is like hours of work trying to make everything from scratch
0: yeah but something i've noticed Um, is they'll put everything inside a tortilla yeah
1: yeah wow um yeah i'm very jealous of all the food that you're getting to eat Mm. um do you have any additional tips for people who want to go to Iarve el agua
0: uh, bring a change of clothes if you're going to swim for uh-huh. sure, especially because it is that that mineral water. So you will want to change out of your bathing suit no matter what. Uh, if you're going in February, I'd bring a scarf if it was cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're staying in the cabins, bring toilet paper if you're Westerners.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. I, that, yeah. I mean, do they do they have, like, a spray or anything? Because, like, no. when we were in Asia, we had, like, a spray. No,
0: they don't have the bum guns.
1: I don't, no, bum guns? I don't man. I feel like everyone should adopt the bum gun.
0: Oh, when the pandemic started and everyone was buying toilet paper, I was like, just get a bum gun. <laughs> yes! Yes!
1: I was thinking the same thing. I mean, we didn't have toilet paper for... I don't know for a month when we were traveling out there. Yeah, um, yeah bum guns, everybody, go get yourself <laughs> a bum gun. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, bring, bring. I mean, what do you do if you don't have toilet paper or a bum gun? Shake. Oh.
0: Um, you can splash yeah, some water okay. like from the sink if you.
1: Oh, right. No. Okay. All right. Just yeah, sorry, like, guys. We're, we're talking toilet hand. talk, but um, <laughs> wow. Well, th- thank you. I mean, this is really in, enlightening um about this experience. And I love, I love the secret cabins, um, secret cabins by a petrified waterfall. Well, truly, truly, thank you. I mean, what a little hidden gem there. And hopefully our listeners can, can go there when, one day
0: (laughs) yeah I hope so I hope it opens again because it is like breathtakingly beautiful
1: ah well one day guys put this on your bucket list and plan for it for and later (laughs) (laughs) soon 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 maybe 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 Maybe. I I don't know I
0: cannot promise anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you Fally. I truly appreciate it
0: yeah thank you for having me this is fun yeah.
1: Thank you so much for listening to experiences you should have. Uh if you would like to follow uh Felly Day, uh, you know, find her find her on Instagram. I'm going to be linking to her stuff or you can just look up Felly F E L L Y D A Y on Instagram. Um, really, really cool lady. And who knows where she'll be going next. Uh, this is such, <laughs> such a crazy year. And thank you for listening to Experiences You Should Have podcast. If you are listening on an iPhone, go to that purple podcast app and kindly leave five stars and a great review if you're not into us just just don't worry about leaving a review that's totally cool um Please tell tell a friend, tell family, spread the word all about this podcast because we are an indie podcast and we're growing. So please share our posts on social media, find us on Instagram, experience this podcast and until our next adventure.